Hello, welcome to another episode of Half Decent Podcast, presented by HalfDecentBanter.com. Uh, I am your host, Ross Murray. And Lucy Joseph, yay! And this week we are doing video games, so let's get into it right now. Hooray! Hey, what up, what up, Luce? Hello, here we are, here we are recording our little podcast, the little podcast that could. That's right. Doot, doot. And this week we've got motherfucking video games. All the nerds out there will love this. I don't know, actually, they probably will think that we don't know what we're talking about. I bet they do. Which, there's a term for that apparently. Yep, it's called a noob. I didn't know that, which yep. makes me a noob. We're both noobs. Yeah. I'm less of a noob than you. What? I, what do you I know that? a little cuz I know the fa- <laughs> I know what a noob is. Well, which makes me less of a noob than you cuz you didn't ever know what it was. Yeah, but you're still an idiot, so shut up. <laughs> no. I uh, I think there are there are gamers out there. We are not gamers. We yeah, don't not. pretend to be. We have played video games. That's I have, what we've done. I have dabbled yep. in the world of video games. So anyone However, who wants to just criticise us for not knowing shit, <laughs> you, you're absolutely right. You may you may criticise me, but at least I'm not a virgin. <laughs> 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 so take that, fat, pimply, 40-year-old sitting in the dark playing video games. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so this week we're doing... Hello to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> this week... Um, we have both written blogs um, about this already. We um, blogged. We've done one each. Yep. Um, it was a bit, a little bit nostalgic for the both of us. A little bit. Holy shit! That was the biggest trip down memory lane of all time for old LJ. It was good fun. It was really good fun, and it made me realise that as a child, as a youth, mm. I played a lot of video games. Yeah. A lot. Like probably in hindsight, I think probably an unhealthy amount because... Verging on too many? Uh, well, I just, I, I recall just sitting in the, like our, our rumpus room, mm. the, the, like the video game room and... Do you actually just, call it a rumpus room? Well, it was, we actually called it the computer room. <laughs> Say no more. It was the bunk bed room for a bit because we had two sets of bunk beds and the four of us would like all sleep out there. I was about to say, why'd you call it the bunk bedroom? Because there were bunk beds there. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> what else would you call it? <coughs> the room where our beds are? Yeah. <laughs> we used to sleep out there, and which was funny because I actually had my own room at the other end of the house, but I never wanted to miss out on all the fun, so I insisted on sleeping in the bunk beds. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and so the, video, the, the TV with the Nintendo was also there. Yeah. And so I just recall spending a lot of, a lot of time there. A lot. Um, to the point where I'd like... I remember getting up really early in the morning, making myself breakfast, eating breakfast and starting to play video games. And then, um, and then mum and like what would seem like a minute later, mum would be like, lunch is ready. And that would be 12 o'clock. And then another minute after that, she'd be like, come and sit down at the table for dinner. (laughs) And I'd be like, where has the day gone? Slash my youth. So give me a brief (laughs) recount of um, your history with, in terms of games. Okay. 
Gaming, video games came into my life um, not by my choice, but mm. the fact that I um, have three older brothers, so they like they kind of steered that ship. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first game that we ever had was um, Command and Conquer Red Alert. Yep. Which um, for for those who had a well spent childhood might not know that it's this, it's this game that was like a bird's eye view of just like some kind of ambiguous terrain somewhere. And you built an army and you could build like different different buildings like an oil refinery and like a, an airplane hangar and, and barracks for your troops. And you'd build all of those and, um, and you would like make lots of soldiers and then there'd be another army somewhere out in the like in the distance that you had to go and find mm. and you would fight each other. And Sounds like Age of Empires though. Yeah, but this is like Windows ninety five. Oh, okay. This so it's is like back a bit. <laughs> this is like pixels all over the place. Yeah, and so I I remember the times that I was allowed to play it because I had to kind of there was always a line. Mm-hmm. I was always last in a line when I have three older brothers. Yeah. So mostly was watching them play, but then I would also play when they you know went to school and stuff. So moving and on from that, what did you what did so, you evolve from? Well, so so we were on PC for a while. Yeah. As as was the the fashion at the time yep and then um and then we had a super nintendo console Mm -hmm. um which was i think i played mostly zelda on that yep ocarina of time no 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 that's 64 oh yeah the the legend of zelda legend of zelda yeah 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 also like a bird's eye view yeah eight bit kind of yeah thing and then we had like a few other. I remember my um my eldest brother playing um Desert Strike. Yeah. Um, What's that about? It was just another army game. Oh okay. And you, I seem to recall you like you were meant to be flying around the Afghani desert or something like that. Mm. And it was I don't know. You just went on these missions to find soldiers and whatever. Yeah. And we also had Sim City. That's a classic. I really liked SimCity. I was yeah. good at building cities, and I, <laughs> I love that. Like a, a um, a, like you know, there were all those natural disasters yeah. that would happen, like fires would break yeah. out and stuff. One of them was Bowser. Bowser <laughs> would just come like cruising through the city, like yeah. Godzilla, stomping on all the things, and you'd have to like. Yeah, get to the all army you town to planners <laughs> listening, I'm sure you've got like. You've got a um, an evacuation plan just in case Bowser rocks up in Sydney CBD to be able to deal with that scenario. I I sure hope so. <laughs> That's a real possibility. That yeah. Bowser just erupts out of the Sydney Harbour. Yeah. <laughs> just goes stomping around like an insolent child. And the town planners are like, "We're planning for this, people." <laughs> Action plan. You know me. what to do. <laughs> So that was, we need that was, 35 red shells and a couple of green ones. <laughs> Someone called two. Actually, speaking of that, speaking of. Someone called two Italian plumbers. Did you know? Did you ever watch that movie? Did you I know did that watch that movie. Su- there was a yeah. Mario Bros. movie. Yeah. In like 1993. And I remember watching that. And yeah, it was the story of these two Italian American brothers who ran a pizza shop. Yeah. And. So somehow they get caught in this um, um, alternative universe where um, where this evil villain um, Cooper Trooper has like taken over and he's trying to merge the two worlds so that he can rule both of them and these two no they're plumbers they find, sorry they're, yeah, they're they, plumbers yeah they're, they're plumbers not. but they find Yoshi at some point Yoshi's there and yeah. 
Princess Daisy is there as well. Yep. Anyway, and it's just this, I love that they tried to make the video this video game into a movie. Yeah. It was awesome. Just clutching at straws. I, I rewatched it when I was older as an adult. You'd love to see the pitch or be in the room when the pitch happened. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, I've just got this idea. It's two plumbers. <laughs> American Italian. American Italian. <laughs> they go down into the sewers and they There's an alternative universe. Alternative universe. Defeating evil, it's going to be great. It's going to sell like hotcakes. I don't think it did. I think it was kind of universally panned. Yeah, as but, it probably but, should have But been. I think because it was like, because it came off the whole Nintendo series, it was still like a cult hit. Yeah. So, Yeah, anyway, moving on from that. So, so we had SNES for a while, the Super yeah. Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then um, Nintendo 64 came out and that, was just changed the game game changer that one and as far as i'm concerned the fun stopped there like anything else that came after that like cube or whatever it was and then like all the consoles that they brought out after that and uh, leading up to nintendo wii yeah not my cup of tea yeah, why? Because because I like I'm nostalgic about the 64, like an old like an old lady from the suburbs, um, whose name's Marjorie or something. I don't yeah. like change. Don't like. I don't. Change. I don't like it. Yeah. And, and I'd prefer just the 64. That was that was like the ultimate childhood thing for me. Like and and so I I never tried anything else, and I didn't want to because it looked stupid. That's actually like I tried Nintendo Wii once and it was really hard and I didn't like it. So you and your you never went past like the the 64 came back into your life in various stages throughout college and stuff like that. It but did. in terms of games and development, you kind of hung your hat up yeah, at right. the 64. And also I think 64 bit, that's that's it. That's you done. That was no it. more bits. We played so many games and um and it just like when I was at college, someone had someone had a 64 console. Yeah. And we would play it in the common room. And it just was such a stroll down memory lane. And, and the nostalgia made me really like it again. You, and could I just, you, you could argue that after the 64, it kind of went more individual. It was all about like, yeah. like almost playing a movie. Yes. Like it got very like the storylines got very involved. And it was, it was very personal, very yeah. individual kind of thing. Whereas the 64... You, there were four places where you could plug things in. Yeah. You could have, you know, call people around, have a few beers. It was very, it was a very social game to play. And also throwing the controllers at each other was mm. very helpful and necessary at times. Stress relief. Yeah. I threw the controller at my brother once and it bruised him. Yeah. <laughs> those things were heavy. He kept winning. Especially when you get that extra rumble pack that you could plug into yeah, the bottom of it. Yeah, that shit was heavy. Yeah. You got some real weight behind <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you got a bit of weight in when, <laughs> when you're working with that. So, yeah. So, like, the ultimate thing was 64 for, for us. We were, we were a Nintendo family. We weren't a PlayStation family. No. Yuck. Like, yeah. PlayStation. Gross. No, thank you. No, thank you. Don't even want to know about it. Yeah. So, we had... Oh, shit. We had all the games. Actually, I lied. The, like... We were mainly, we had Mario Kart 64. Mm-hmm. We had um, Super Mario 64. Yep. We had Zelda Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. We had GoldenEye. Uh, we had, 
Then we had like other kind of random games like Bomberman and Blast Core um, and Star Fox 64. That was a great game. Yeah. Uh, no barrel roll. <laughs> yeah, those kind of ones. Um, and, and like we just kind of rotated around those. Yeah. It was awesome. It's a great spread of some classic games. Yeah. I probably spent an, an unhealthy amount of time playing playing video games what i mean why is it unhealthy though i just it's not necessarily unhealthy it's not bad it's mm. just i think because our parents generation were just convincing us that spending all this time inside playing yeah. video games was a negative thing to do yeah actually it was so we kind of felt guilty about it right yeah it wasn't bad when it came to college because i won all the time at college because i was so fucking good at it and gained you keep a lot going of on respect. About this and I just, I, I don't buy Let into that. Let me tell everybody out there who's listening, all three of you, <laughs> that I am the best Mario Kart player of all time. That's not an understatement. Like, it's not a, a, outrageous for me to make that claim because it's true. I'm so good at that fucking game. There's a saying that goes something along the lines of actions and words. And <laughs> I think I'll play anyone. I'll fucking play anyone. I'll fucking play anyone. Any fucking day of the week. I'll fucking take his all on. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually would and I'm so good at that game. I know all the cheats. I can do them all. can land the rainbow road cheat every single time. I win all the time. I'm really So the only way you can win is to cheat. Is that what you're saying? No, I think if you can do the cheats, then you're actually a better player because they're really hard to do and it involves a lot of skill and talent. <laughs> and I can do them, therefore I'm the best. <laughs> Anyway, so when I was at college, mm. boys didn't anticipate that a girl would, would know how to play, let alone be good at it. Yeah. And so I fronted up and I was like, oh, Mario Kart, cool. Like, I play, I guess. Like, mm. I do, used to play a little bit. Yeah. And lull them into this false sense of security and choose Yoshi and smash them every time and See, they'd be like, they're all, fuck, like, fuck. They're all the same though. All those characters have exactly the same capabilities. Uh, spoken like spoken like someone no. who's not very good at Mario No, Kart. like <laughs> other, if, if they were different, they would have shown the ratings in order to influence your decision when you were choosing a character. No, so let me, let me just explain this to you. Oh, here we <laughs> fucking go. Strap yourself in, so everyone. So there are lightweight, middleweight and heavyweight. Let me name them for you. Sure. Yoshi, Peach, and Toad are all lightweights. Yeah. And uh, and then middleweights are um, Mario, um, Luigi, and oh my god, there's one more. Mario, Luigi, and Yoshi. No, he's a lightweight. Is he? Yeah. And well, then the the um, heavyweights are Bowser and Wario. Yeah. Have I, who have I missed? In my mind, I'm trying to picture that you know, like the start lineup in Mario yeah. 64, where it's got them all across. It's got that song going. On. It's like it's Luigi, yeah. It's Luigi, Yoshi, Peach, Toad, Mario, someone. I'm missing someone. Mario, Blank, um, Wario, and Bowser. And Wario and Bowser are the heavyweights. And if you knew what you were doing, you would choose if you like if Bowser was your um was your choice, you would know that if you Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. That's yeah. the other one. He's a heavyweight as well. Yeah. So if you chose any of the heavyweights, you you knew that you could run into the lightweights and spin them out. 
that was like one of the the good things about you missing that purple guy ones. as well. What purple guy? That's Wario. No, the like he's also uh, he's yellow. There's no purple guy. Yeah, there is. No, there's not. There is. There's only eight players in Mario Kart 64. Can you guys believe how? <laughs> oh, turn it up. Amateur this guy is. He sucks. <laughs> oh, maybe that was a later. That was a later uh, version. Yeah, case in point. Yeah, it's probably later version. <laughs> anyway, so there are different important differences between yep. them, but the lightweights are very speedy. They're very quick off the mark. Yeah. And so I chose Yoshi because he was quick off the mark, and also he was best at like when you screech around the corners and the the, the big E's come out of the back, and that's yeah. actually a booster, so you can go faster with that. Ma- it does make sense. I'm, I from what I remember, the heavyweights were more able to cope with uh, the odd banana. Yeah. They didn't get all shaky in the tail when they hit well, a bloody rogue no. banana flying at your face. Well, you <laughs> you can you can avoid those anyway. If you run over one and you quickly hit the brake, oh, yeah, then true. you can avoid skidding out. Yeah. Did you know that? I, don't I think did you know knew that, that, yeah. Because you don't seem like you know much about it. Well, I mean, game. I just didn't put all my faith in one game. <laughs> I, I used to just spread it out. I tell was, me tell me your all right, tell me your history. Um, Lay it out there. Well, we started with a we started with old Macintosh that dad got from a dude who he worked with mm-hmm. and they gave us a, a big file of old floppy disks and in that were a whole heap of games. Floppy disks. Yeah. And Remember we those? To, <laughs> we used to play a game called Warlords and which was essentially kind of um, along the lines of like 8-bit as well, but yeah. along the lines of like um, like Pokemon or Zelda where you take them, bird's eye view, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we used to play Shuffle Puck Cafe, which I showed you the other day. <laughs> Um, so good. We used to play. It's like it's like a more advanced version of Pong. Yeah. Essentially, it's actually got characters in it. Yeah, it's got a little but bit it's of a storyline. <laughs> uh, and then we evolved from that, and we got all these um, CD-ROMs in Nutrigrain packets. <laughs> that they were trial games. Surely that like. Like, who was the health and safety inspector who was like, yeah, yeah, chuck those in with food. Yeah, like looking back <laughs> at it, that wasn't such a great idea. It'll be fine. Yeah, no, that'll be fine. You sure they won't choke it up? No, it's it's they're kids. They know what they're doing. <laughs> um, and, but in that we played oh, freaking everything. We played Virtual Fighter, uh, Grim Fandango, mm-hmm. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Edge of Empires, and the Sega Rally Championship. <laughs> Geez, someone actually, I was at the pub one day and uh, and they were giving me directions. It was a good mate of mine. And I was like, where do I go? And he goes, ah, just go easy left, easy right, straight ahead, herpin. <laughs> and I was like, that is just the best. That's great. Uh, and then from that, yeah, we, we our family got right into the Nintendo 64. Yeah. Like we, we were straight into... Um, GoldenEye, mm-hmm. um, that was probably the first and foremost what we were just mm-hmm. loving every second of. Am I am I the only person who in GoldenEye, mm. there's that level where you have to go and save um, Natalia? Natalia. In the, I can't remember what the what the level is called, like the library or something like that. Yeah. And you've got to go save her and she's hiding up in the, um, sh- she's like hiding up in the attic. Oh, yeah. And... I think I might have been the only one who took some kind of sick pleasure in chopping her down and killing her. <laughs> like you that get there, you're the right in front of like, I've just worked so much for this. That wasn't Whoosh. like... Yeah, <laughs> and it made that noise as well. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that wasn't the point. The point was that you had to save her, but I did it anyway. And I, like, I knew I could just start the level again and actually finish it, but for some reason... I'm... You just get there, presented with the opportunity, you're like, you yeah. know what? No, sorry. 
it's funny because with the co- the combination of that and also playing like um, Command and Conquer and then this other one called Road Rash um, uh, and then also there was Road Rash and then Grand Theft Auto. I don't yeah. know how I um, didn't turn into like a murderous psychopath. Yeah, look, I, Yet. I mean, I just don't think everyone says, oh, video games are a poor influence. I mean... You're gonna find a poor influence in almost anything. Yeah. Like if you're an idiot. If you're an idiot. <laughs> if you if you're gonna be a psycho, you're probably gonna be a psycho regardless of if you play video games or not. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It's I didn't. Probably, I didn't buy into that. It's probably good that I was chopping down um video game characters and not people in real life. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I just I don't think it has that much of an effect on <laughs> on people. But I mean, some people play a lot of video games. A lot. Probably too much. A lot. That whole wo- world of Warcraft. Yeah. Biz, where you're like, or Call of Duty, is it? Where you're like, where you like, connect to other people around the world who are playing and like yell at each other and stuff. There's a story that some guy died from not eating because he just wanted to play video games so much. See, that's an unhealthy amount. I'm fairly <laughs> sure that's. I, I I've definitely heard that. I don't think I remember reading yeah. that somewhere. Someone just got died of malnutrition. Yeah. Actually, there's another. Um, there's a guy, a bunch of guys in um, Silicon Valley that started this company called Soylent, and it's essentially they're a bunch of nerds that manufactured a drink that has all of the um, proteins, carbohydrates, oh and minerals that they need to survive <laughs> because they didn't want to leave their desk because they were gaming so much. Uh, and so they drink. They all they do is drink this. There's a really good Vice uh, doco on it, yeah. so you guys could. Well, South Park touches on yeah. touches on in that episode where Cartman they all have to become fat pimply nerds, and um, there's a bit where Cartman's mother comes in and Cartman has to shit into a bucket. Mom, bathroom, <laughs> mom. Ooh, it's a big boy. <laughs> Do you know they were, like they would have had to have gotten that from somewhere, and I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility that that you know has what? happened in real that life. That could have happened. It wouldn't surprise me. In the no, place. it wouldn't surprise me either. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> um, we've all got three interesting facts. Tell me your interesting fact. Uh, okay, I've got I've got three for you. Um, the first one is um, according to Ed Entertainment Software Associations, uh, the average gamer is thirty five years old and male, but the most frequent gamer is forty four years old and female. Really? Isn't that fascinating? 44 years old and female. A 44-year-old female is playing more games than a 35-year-old male. That is incredible. That could have been me. It could have been you. That could have been me. That could, be your tra- that could have been your trajectory. <laughs> you could be 44 years old. The kids are coming home like, Mom, what's for dinner? And you'd be like, sorry, Mummy's on Mario Kart, darling. <laughs> Grab a controller or feed yourself. Speak to your father who's in the other gaming room. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's about 10 years younger than I am. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, I'm only 27. There's still, there's there's still, still a bit time. of time. There's still a bit of time. Give me one of your facts. All right, let me tell you. Let me give you a hot tip. Wait for me to get it up here. Hold on. Where did it go? Now... Do you want me to go while, yes. while you're getting that ready? Okay, yeah. so my second one is um, there's a company called Mojang. Um, there's a gaming company and the creator of that company is called Marcus Pearson. Um, that company created uh, the game Minecraft, which you might have heard of. Yeah. Um, 
he sold that game to Microsoft in 2014 for $2.8 billion. <gasps> that is That's a B so billion, not an M million. That is that's so much that's money. That's a dollar, lot of dollars. Lot of dollar, so, dollar, dollar bills. That is one rich nerd. Yeah. Holy so what does he do? What do, what do nerds do with $2.8 billion? Build an entire room that's just made of screens. Yeah. <laughs> but just have a normal desk in the middle with a normal kind of rickety computer chair. Yeah. Lifetime supply of twisties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everything would be covered in like a fine film of orange dust. Yeah. From the twisties. From the twist. Just screens, a room of screens covered in a fine layer of twisty dust. Yeah. <laughs> That's what nerds do with two point eight billion dollars. <laughs> That's so much money. It is. Oh, the good nerds, on him. The nerds are are onto a good thing. Yeah. You, should I should I finish off? I've got one other tell like me, quick tell fact me other one. Um, that relates to that. Oh, actually no, I don't. But it's still pretty <laughs> good. Uh, so the most successful console um, in history was actually the Nintendo Game Boy, and it sold a hundred million units worldwide. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember that old brick? I had... Uh, yeah, we had one. You had one. one of those? Yeah, we had one. We had one of those. And then, remember when they brought out the slightly smaller coloured ones? Oh, yep. Uh, we had that. And yep. we had the thing where you, like, you could um, you could put in a camera that actually oh, took... Oh, it had could, a lot of attachments and yeah, stuff Yeah, and like you that. could yep. take a photo of yourself and then put all these, like, funny little designs on it and then print it out. I remember mm. my brother got it for Christmas one year or something. Yeah, I remember all those. And it was so 8-bitty. Yeah. <laughs> there was so much pixel going on. Far out. 100 million. And well, those things were expensive back in the day as well. How much were they? I reckon they would have been... I reckon they would have been up around 80 or 90 bucks. <gasps> this is back in like, what, mid-90s? Really? Shit, that's No, early expensive. 90s. That would have been like 93. Yeah, I remember we... Because when did we find out the 64 came out? 97. 97. Yeah. A good year that year. Good year. That was the year I stopped going outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to hear your facts now. Okay. Uh, the Nintendo Wii... Mm-hmm just surpassed the Nintendo Entertainment System as the best-selling Nintendo system of all time. Really? Yep. 67.46 million. Wow. Yeah. And I don't like the Wii. I don't like it. But it is so popular. I know. Like, because it's the kids these days. It is damn the it. kids, but it's a, it was the first like it was the first one to actually get you up and Involve the body. I reckon it, it was tapping into the same thing that the 64 was because you want to play it with someone else yeah but do you know how many people I don't know if, uh, you, did you say you have played it you haven't I, uh, well I played I played um, Mario Kart once with it and oh, I yeah. found it hard and shit we I think we <laughs> I, sports I actually lost so I didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> so I went back to playing that's 64 why. So that's I why you're win. trashing the whole console <laughs> You're like, this whole system is just <laughs> fucked. It's not good. It's okay. not good. It's not no, as good no. as the... Back in the old days. <laughs> Let's all just go back to 64 so I can win. <laughs> but the controllers have like little leashes on them because you can look up YouTube clips of people letting go, like playing Wii Sports <laughs> and letting go of the controllers and then just smashing into flat screen TVs. Or throwing them at people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That takes me back. I would oh, have I'm going to YouTube that. that straight after this. I would have done that for sure. Yeah. What's your second fact? Um, 
Well, I'll, like just expanding on that one. So, mm-hmm. um, so sixty four. The Nintendo sixty four actually came in fourth of all the consoles, mm-hmm. selling thirty two point nine three mil, mm-hmm. um, which I find quite interesting. Yeah. Because I think for a lot of people, 64 was like the staple of their childhood. And and like us having to research our, um, our posts mm. was is very nostalgic. Do you find though that the 64, um, the people who were playing those were very reliant on their parents buying it for them? For sure. And with these days when you got the, you know, the, the Xbox 360, the average age is what, 35 and 44? Yeah. Like they're just... They don't have to wait for anyone to buy it for them. They just buy it. Yeah, for sure. My other mm. my other fun fact, Nintendo, the name, yep. means leave luck to heaven in Japanese. Really? Yeah. There you go. I just, I want to know how they came up with that, that name. Yeah. For like, a gaming console. What was it? What was it again? Leave luck to heaven. I don't know what that oh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I thought that was interesting. They are three quite interesting facts. Yeah. Um, my third interesting fact, mm-hmm. a few porn games were released without Nintendo's permission. On the Nintendo platform? Mm-hmm. Including, but not limited to, Bubble Bath Babes, Yeah. Hot Slots, and peekaboo poker. So did you say hot slots? Slots. L S L O T S. And what was the hot third? Slots. Peekaboo poker. <laughs> now I don't know. I don't know what the gameplay is like now on those I ones. I don't know what those would have been, but apparently they're so rare now that that they're up. They're worth the worth is one thousand dollars a piece. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I think we should probably track them down. And we try should probably and sell just them. save up our pennies and just, just have a hunt around, just, and to just to put our imagination rich. to rest. Yeah, I find that hilarious. That's pretty good. I think that's so funny. Yeah. Tell me, what was your what was your favorite game? Oh, look, it's it's got to be it's got to be either Perfect Dark or um, or Golden Eye. Just mm-hmm. I don't know. Do they still release games with movies these days? I don't know. Because it was a fucking shit hot thing to do back in like the noughties and the late nineties. It was. Like every time a movie would come out, I remember actually saying to someone, are you going to, they said, are you going to come and see this? And I said, no, I'll wait for the game to come out. (laughs) Um, But like all the Pixar stuff, like all the Toy Story (laughs) ones. Yeah, I think they probably do. But for some reason, Goldeneye, the game... It was, it was actually so just a generally great game. It, yes, it was very successful. Probably the best first-person shooter to date. Mm. Mm, big call. Big call, but... Because well, it was like one of the, I don't know, the first ones. Who did you, like in Goldeneye when you played multiplayer? Yeah. Who was your character? Uh, I always went um, uh, 006, Alec. Oh, yeah, yeah you would. Yeah. You Why would. do you... Wh- I can just see that about what? what did you Who did you go? Um, I always chose the, the short guy. Oh, odd the, job. Odd job. Odd job, yeah. For a tactical purpose because cause he's shorter, you've got you've to aim a bit like further down to actually shoot him. Oh, that's tactical. Yeah, and so it would take a little bit more time for you to fumble around to like to yeah. move the screen. And, and at that point, I would have what shot your kneecaps What out. was your favourite um, map? 
and God and I? Ooh. Um, oh, fuck. In, in my mind, it's like everything's silver, everything's metal. Oh, Moonraker. Uh, no, that was a weapon. Mm. Um, I know the one you're talking about. You no, know, and you could like, the, everything seemed like it was like metal grates and you could like hide behind them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know the one you're talking you know about. I, mean? I can't remember what it's called though. What was your favourite weapon? Um, that was a good whistle. <laughs> it's probably that Moonraker. I think it was actually called the Moonraker Laser. Yeah. Oh, that was the yep. freaking cat's pajamas. That was. Yeah. Do you know what mine was? Yeah. Um, the the little mines. Oh yeah, the, the proximity mines. mines. Proxy mines. Yeah. <laughs> Set them up. Lure, yeah. Lure you down the corridor and, and just then watch pow! people come out and was like, yeah, eat shit. Yeah, I get them every time. <laughs> and then when you died, the blood would come down the screen. <laughs> <laughs> so, and if you were really good at it, you knew where you would reanimate again to start the game again, and you just lay the mines there and blow them up as soon as you came back. Yeah, around. just go to town, just yeah. watch those numbers climb. <laughs> Do you know what my favorite game was? What's that? My favorite game was a tie between, um, between Mario Kart sixty four. Yep. But then Zelda. From the Super Nintendo? Yeah, Zelda yeah. Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Wait. I know that they were two separate games, but oh, like the franchise. Oh, the Zelda. franchise of just Zelda. But yeah. like I liked Mario Kart for the like the social, like you play against yep. other people, obviously. But then when I'd had enough of that slash had been beaten up by my brothers yep. and didn't want to play anymore, yeah. <laughs> then I would play Zelda because it's only a one-person game. Yeah. But I was just obsessed with the story. You need some alone time. Like, I'm going to have some Zelda. It's Lucy's Zelda time. Zelda. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. But I was obsessed with the storyline of it. I don't know why, but I just love the storyline of Zelda. Yeah. But Majora's Mask was the better of the two, which I think whatever nerds are listening out there would probably be outraged by that statement. But yeah. I'm going to stand by it that I think Majora's Mask is better. So what a trip down memory lane we've had over the last week. Like enormous. Surprisingly so. Enormous. Enormous. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Do you want to hear, speaking of nostalgia, Yeah. do you want to hear the sound of my childhood? Sure. Here we go. You guys ready for this? It's coming. That is... What a banger. Like... <laughs> what that an is, absolute banger. That is precisely how I would describe that. <laughs> Fuck. What a banger. What a banger. <laughs> yeah, that's my jam. Yeah. That, like, if ever I'm feeling sad, I'm just going to put that just on. pop that on. We should actually make that the new jingle of, of our podcast. We could do that. Well, I don't think we could Might do have that. some copyright issues, <laughs> but... Nintendo has sent Bowser to come and yeah. just crush just us. Call in a town planner and be like, hey, about that plan, you've got that, right? That would be like their, their method of retribution. Yeah. Just stealing copyrighted, <laughs> copyrighted material. <laughs> or stand outside the house and just throw red shells at us. Yeah. <laughs> oh Actually, did you, have you ever seen, there's this um, guy who became a YouTube sensation. Yeah. Um, he's this French guy. And he did like real life Mario Kart. 
where he like set up a he set up a um, go-kart and he dressed yeah. up as Mario or something and literally drove around the streets of Paris or somewhere and would like throw banana peels at cars. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That is actually really cool. Yeah. I would love to what see that. What a legend. <laughs> We're going to do that one. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. I think I think that's great. What a sensational idea. If you hang a fight with someone, just throw a banana peel at them. Yeah. <laughs> And if they don't get it, then they're just like, you're dead to me. The best would be if you had to make like one of the noises, like, when, you know, when Wario skids out, it yeah. goes, wah, 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 I'd like everyone to speak like that. That'd be good. Anyway, on that note. On that red shell. <laughs> we should probably wrap this up. But I am now going to look into getting myself Nintendo 64. Yeah. It'll be a sound investment. It would be. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Say goodbye to sunlight. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, give us a five star rating on iTunes. And please uh, follow us on our Instagram and Twitter and um, Facebook. Facebook all, all the social medias. Yep. We post up fairly regularly. Um, just little stuff about um, our blogs and the podcast itself. So uh, make sure you get involved. Get right amongst that. Anyway. Have yourselves a very good day. Okay, boy. Bye.